The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you. When the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you. Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod, that what the Lord had said through the prophet might be fulfilled. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod had died, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel. For those who sought the child's life are dead. He rose, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go back there. And because he had been warned in a dream, he departed for the region of Galilee. He went and dwelt in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. The Gospel of the Lord. The Kindness Diaries is a multi-episode documentary on Netflix. It features a man named Leon Logothetis. Leon was a successful stockbroker in London. And as wealthy and successful as Leon became, he started to feel very empty in his life and in the world of finance. So he decided to travel the world on a vintage motorcycle Names the motorcycle Kindness One. I guess it's kind of like Air Force One. The documentary is called The Kindness Diaries because Leon travels the world relying solely on the kindness of others. Each episode is a story of those who help or sometimes refuse to help him. And he relies solely on the kindness of strangers for food, gas, and lodging. One of the lessons that we learn from watching The Kindness Diaries, or at least one of the lessons that I've learned from watching several episodes, is that often those who have the least are the ones who help Leon the most. Now, these impoverished people don't know that he is wealthy, and often at the end of the episode, Leon will reward those who have helped him with some kind of gift that greatly improves the quality of their lives. It's just kind of a heartwarming series. I thought of the Kindness Diaries as I reflected on the gospel today and this feast of the Holy Family. The Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, are forced to flee because Herod is threatened. He's been threatened by the news that the Magi brought to him that a a newborn king has come. 
And so Herod is seeking to kill Jesus. The Holy Family become refugees. Think of the anxiety that gripped St. Joseph as he is asked to care for and protect our Lord and our Blessed Lady. Now we are told in the gospel he has to travel by night seeking refuge in a foreign land. But what we don't hear about in this gospel is all of the people who helped the Holy Family along the way. We can imagine that the Holy Family must have been helped in their journey by many, many people who provided food for them, shelter, kindness. The Holy Family must have encountered many, many kind-hearted souls along the way in their journey. And I'm sure they encountered some uh, not-so-kind people in their journey as well. In the second reading, St. Paul tells the Colossians to put on, among other virtues, heartfelt compassion, kindness, and love. Again, the Holy Family, as refugees, I'm sure, encountered much compassion, kindness, and love as they journeyed to Egypt and then eventually journeyed to Nazareth. My friends, do you know that today there are nearly 71 million forcibly displaced people worldwide? 25.9 million of whom are refugees. There are 3.5 million asylum seekers. Every day, 37,000 people worldwide are forced to flee their homes because of conflict and persecution. Now, this is difficult for you and I to relate to in our lives. But as Christians, as disciples of the Lord, we must not forget about this problem and the plight of these, our brothers and sisters. At its heart, the Catholic Church is not an NGO, a non-governmental organization. However, at the heart of the Church's mission and her social teaching is and always has been care for the poor, especially the immigrant, the refugee, and the asylum seeker. That's at the heart of the Church's social teaching. Our Holy Father, Pope Francis, since he became Pope, has continually reminded us of this problem. And the previous popes before him, particularly Pope Benedict, Pope John Paul, both emphasized the importance of reaching out and caring for the refugee. It's really important for us to stay mindful of our brothers and sisters throughout the world who are suffering this plight. And it's also important for us to examine our own attitudes towards them. You know, I've said this before, but among Christians in the United States, and not, not solely among Christians, but certainly among some Christians, 
There is often an attitude about immigrants and refugees and asylum seekers that is not very Christian. We hear people say, for example, well, you know, we're not responsible for them. They should take care of themselves. They shouldn't have gotten themselves in this problem anyway. We don't want those people ruining our country. Let the other nations take care of them. Now, interestingly, like Leon experienced in his journey, it's the poorer nations that often take in the most refugees. 85% of the world's refugees seek refuge in the developing world. It's a challenge to us, to our own country. Yes, we take refugees in, but we need to consider doing more. We've been blessed with so much, as many other countries in the world have been. You know, I'm not saying that we have all the answers, but we have to at least pray for our brothers and sisters who are experiencing this plight. We can support organizations like Catholic Relief Services, for example, who is on the front lines of the refugee crisis. Our own diocese here helps refugees. We can educate ourselves and others about this worldwide crisis. We can read the teachings of the church, the social teachings of the church. Maybe some of us one day will be given the opportunity to open our homes to refugees. Please, God, our community would be open to welcoming them. Let's take St. Paul's advice, though, and let's let our charity begin at home. We can't be compassionate, kind, and loving to immigrants, asylum seekers, and refugees if we're not compassionate, kind, and loving to our family, friends, and even strangers in our own community, in our own parish community. And so on this beautiful feast of the Holy Family, we ask God for the grace to be particularly mindful of those who are suffering the plight of forced displacement in our world. Let's pray for them. And let's pray that our hearts will always be open to them.